Welcome to the University of Pilates, a podcast that delivers honest conversation about becoming a Pilates teacher, the journey of teacher training, life as a teacher, and more. I'm Bonnie Lynn Russell, and I'm joined by co-founder Amy Ross, and together we're on a mission to create a positive, nurturing environment where students can learn more about becoming a teacher, teacher training, and creating a rewarding, fulfilling career you'll love. Join us weekly as we share our passion of teaching and discuss hot topics that pertain to both the trainee and teacher of Pilates. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. Bonnie Lynn Russell here. It's the last week of August. My co-founder, Amy Ross, is still on vacation, so I'm coming in solo today to wrap up season one. I am just can't believe that these 12 episodes have just flown by. On behalf of Amy and myself, I want to personally thank each and every one of you for uh, rating us, reaching out, liking our episodes, um, and starting to build some momentum with this podcast. We are delighted to come back for season two. But I will keep the, the finale of season one here pretty short and sweet because I am going solo today. And today's topic, I'm talking about breathing, really about the breathing in Pilates. A quote from Joe that I love is that breathing is the first act of life and the last, our very life depends on it. So I talk as a Pilates instructor or as a Pilates teacher educator, I talk about breathing all day long. And it's pretty amazing to me how much the average person just takes for granted the ability to breathe. So I have a couple fun facts to share with you that did you know the average person takes approximately 20,000 breaths per day? Breathing can be both an unconscious movement as well as a conscious one. Thank goodness, because I think that if we had to remind ourselves to breathe all the time, half of us would be passing out due to lack of oxygen. Um, every cell in our body requires oxygen to function. So not just our muscles, but our brain and all of the systems in our body require oxygen. We literally cannot live without it. And another piece of... Um, trivia for you, if you will, is that approximately 70% of our body's cellular waste is eliminated by breathing. So to get back to Joseph Pilates and return to life, you know, I'm going to paraphrase this, but he really talks about squeezing out every atom of air, you know, thus creating a vacuum where the next, the good oxygenated air can come in and refill your lungs. With that being said, he also kind of referred to the lungs as being a cemetery of toxins, which seems super dramatic and kind of fun to me. But if you think about that, if we think back to this trivia of 70% of our body's cellular waste, if that's sitting in our lungs, it is in our best interest to fully squeeze out the exhale and really get any of our cellular waste out of our body. Um, another great fun fact about our breathing is that deep breathing is going to activate our parasympathetic nervous system. So this helps calm the fight or flight response. Uh, studies have been shown how it can decrease anxiety, racing thoughts. It can slow the heart rate. Um, more recently, there's been a lot of research now about the importance of stimulating the vagus nerve in, in its um, 
in its function of help help regulate that parasympathetic system um, in our nervous system to help calm the mind. And deep breathing is another you know example or a strategy to help stimulate the vagus nerve. It's not the only one, but absolutely has a big role. So. What I want to notice or what I want to bring to your attention is that when people start Pilates, I would say over half of them are really concerned about breathing right, breathing correctly. Half of the time they're holding their breath and they're so in their mental uh, cognitive brain that when they're learning the exercises, they forget to breathe altogether. So as Pilates teachers, I would absolutely say that, of course, there is an optimum uh, time to inhale and an optimum time to exhale. But I would say as a blanket statement, the most important thing we want you to do is continue to breathe. And step one is just become aware of your breath and become aware if you are holding your breath, especially when that like mental monkey mind takes over and is trying to control everything. Um, it happens more often than you think. So by just being aware, am I truly breathing in? And when your teachers are cueing you to take that nice deep inhale and that nice deep exhalation, making, you know, not just sort of like push it off to the side that it's not important, but literally just think of what the goodness you're giving your body by breathing deeply like this. So that's one, one tip I have for you. The second tip is that once you get really familiar with the movements, try to start tune in to when the teacher is cueing you to take the inhale, take the inhale and take the exhale. And the trick to getting better lung capacity and bigger inhalations is not by just sucking in more air, it's by fully working your exhale. If you can fully squeeze out every molecule of air, which I know is impossible, but as Joseph Pilates would describe, it will then create this vacuum within that the good oxygenated air comes in and fills your lungs. So really practicing the exhale, I'll say that again, practicing the exhale is the key to getting better inhalations more breath capacity and more efficient breathing all around. So that would be like, so step one to recap, become conscious when you're holding your breath and just being aware of your breathing. Step two is to really work those exhalations so that you can, you know, pay attention to when your teacher is cueing you because there absolutely is a reason. Now, if you want to take this step three or a little bit further, um, I can sort of share a personal story with this. My background was in figure skating and dance. So I was very good at like picking up movement and choreography. So I remember coming to a Pilates studio and I would basically say, just tell me when do I inhale and when do I exhale? So to put that into perspective, it would be like, okay, I'm going to put my body through this movement and then I'm just going to superimpose this random breath pattern on top of it. Okay. That was sort of your stay with me. That's sort of how it made sense in my head. And then I had this amazing teacher and she's like, no, 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 Bonnie Lynn, you don't just put the breath on top of the movement. The movement is the breath. The movement is actually what is going to breathe you. And at first I looked at her, like, I thought she was crazy, but then I was like, 
oh, you get that feeling that when you're doing your Pilates exercises and you're not just superimposing the breath on top of it, but allowing the movement, for example, as you restack your spine and short spine to fill your lungs and stretch you as tall as you can. And then the exhalation to flex the body forward, squeezing out every atom of air. It is a completely different experience than just sort of mentally imposing this breath on onto the exercise. So that would be sort of, I would say, sort of the final step to working your breathing in Pilates is not just, you know, mentally breathing when your teacher's telling you, but being open to the ability to allow the movements themselves to breathe you. And then you just sort of get this beautiful expansion and contraction going on through the entire class so that when you leave, it's almost like if you were to squeeze a sponge and then it just automatically refills, that's really what you're doing to your entire body. And that's how you're nourishing your cells. And that's how you're getting a lot of the health benefits of the work. So breathing, I could go on forever about this, but breathing is so important. I'll leave you with a quote here of Joe, where he says, um, above all else, learn how to breathe correctly. Now, I will say there are different movement practices and different uh, breathing techniques that are just that. They are just techniques that help strengthen our natural breathing mechanism. So as passionate as I am about Pilates, I don't want you to think that this is how you have to breathe all the time. What I want you to understand is that if you truly work the breathing exercises in Pilates, it should transfer to all these wonderful areas of your life. And it's something that you, it's portable, it's free. You get to take it with you wherever you go. So to recap, what are sort of the three main things that you can do to help improve your breath? I would say step number one, observe when you are holding your breath. And chances are this happens a lot when you're a beginner, when you're learning new moves, when you sort of get out of your body and you get very cerebral about the exercises, that's typically when we consciously or unconsciously hold our breath. So just observing that pattern is the key to success for any of the other steps. Step number two is I want you to start to pay attention to when your teacher is cueing you to inhale and when your teacher is cueing you to exhale, because there is a reason for it in terms of the efficiency, in terms of how you can help detoxify the body and how you can get a little bit more oomph out of the exercises. And then step three, if you're so willing, is to start to realize that once you have a level of understanding of what to do, you want to not just put the breath pattern on top, like a surface level, like icing on your body about when are you inhaling and exhaling. You can make this like a really embodied experience where you allow the movement itself to breathe you. You allow the flexing of the spine to help squeeze out the air, the inhale or the extension, the restacking of the spine to fill you up. And then you get these beautiful nourishment, oxygenation of your cells, um, really from head to toe. And I can tell you personally, you know, it took me kind of, a, I was a little bit of a slower learner that way, but it took me a long time till I got that. But now, you know, doing Pilates with that level of intention 
you honestly can't go back because it truly just, like I said, it just nourishes your body, oxygenates your body from the inside out. So I hope that was helpful. Try to take some deep conscious breathings wherever you go. Even right now, as this episode finishes, I want you to take a nice deep breath in, filling your lungs as fully and expansively as possible, and exhale. And thank you so much for joining us for season one. I can't wait to see you or hear from you in season two. Thank you so much for joining us today for this session. If you enjoyed this episode, you may want to head over to our website and learn more about how you can learn from us. Head over to youofpilates.com where you will find out how you can become a teacher, enhance your current skills with one of our training programs. The University of Pilates training program is designed to fit around your life. Things are really looking up. See you next time.